You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to St. John's Alter Echo podcast, the scripture and message podcast for this coming Sunday. May 14th, which is also happens to be Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all of you. And also a peaceful Mother's Day to those of you for whom this holiday is maybe not so happy. Maybe you have lost your mom or you have a difficult relationship with your mom. Or maybe you are a person who, um, for any reasons, experiences some disappointment around motherhood. May God's peace be upon you on this day, and may there be grace for all of us as we celebrate or as we don't. But this is a scripture and message for uh, the Revised Common Lectionary message for this Sunday, May 14th. The gospel comes to us from John chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. If you have a Bible with you, you can open that up and follow along with me as I read for us. Jesus says here to his disciples, and thus we can also hear it for ourselves. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, You will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Has God forgotten about me? Has God left me? Has God abandoned me? Is that a familiar fear or worry that you've experienced? Have you ever feared that God perhaps had removed God's loving kindness or support from your life? Have you, say, prayed for God to show up to work for something good, to make a positive change for you or within your life. And you find yourself waiting and waiting. And maybe when you don't receive that sign of grace or find longed for peace in the midst of this hope and prayer, and it feels still like nothing, it can feel like God has forgotten about you or that God has left you alone. It can feel like 
God has abandoned you, or perhaps worse yet, that God is punishing you for some reason. So let me offer you this word of assurance and comfort if you have ever felt or worried in this way. Even if you don't feel God's love, even if you don't feel God's work, that doesn't mean that God isn't at work. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. It doesn't mean that God isn't somehow still creating goodness in your life or in the world around us. Let me say that another way. Your feelings and my feelings are not an accurate barometer for what God is doing in our lives and in the world. Even if you can't always see exactly what God is up to or how God is doing that, it does not mean that God has abandoned you. It does not mean that God has left you or forgotten about you somehow. God is there. Always. In the waters of your baptism, God promised, promised to show up for you, promised to show up with us forever and always, and nothing, nothing can get in the way of that abiding and everlasting promise from God. Even when we can't feel God's love, God is still loving us. Jesus says this in today's Gospel from John in a very specific way. Jesus promises that you will never be left orphaned. Now, keep in mind, when Jesus first spoke these words, he was talking to his first disciples to sort of prepare them for the fact that eventually, after his death and resurrection, he would physically depart from the world and ascend into heaven, and they would not thus physically be able to see him anymore. Jesus wanted to assure his disciples that even when this happened, even after he descended and they could not physically see him, they would not be abandoned. They would not be left alone. And Jesus uses a very relational word, a very family-centric metaphor to describe how they will be. Jesus promises you, all of us disciples, will never be left orphaned. We will not be abandoned. There will not be a time when we are left parentless or helpless or defenseless in our time of need. Jesus promises we will not be orphaned. We will never find ourselves without a God to watch over us, without someone to take care of us, to nurture or support us. We will not find ourselves in life without the strength of God and without God showing us the way and teaching us to live well. We will not be left orphaned. Jesus promises that we will not be without God to teach us how to live with love and keep Jesus' commandments. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. We will not be left orphaned without anyone to help us or show us the way. 
So when Jesus promises the coming of our Holy Spirit, he names this one not as our holy parent, but as our advocate. Your advocate. Our advocate. Someone who will champion you. Someone who will go to bat to advance your well-being and will seek justice for you. Jesus promises that the Holy Spirit will be our advocate, and advocates do not give a simple recommendation and hope for the best. Advocates wholeheartedly give all of their passion and their vehemence for the sake of your life and your cause. An advocate embodies a fierce and relentless love that commits to you and to us and the world. So speaking of the Holy Spirit, advocates, level of commitment to you and to all of us, I will invite you to notice something pretty specific in this reading. Let's key in on verse 20 here for a minute. As you skim that over again, how close does Jesus say that the Holy Spirit, the advocate, will be to us when the advocate arrives? What do you notice in verse 20? Is it the Holy Spirit, our advocate, will be somewhere in the general proximity? Will the Holy Spirit, our advocate, be sort of vaguely watching over you in a really non-specific way? Will the Holy Spirit, our advocate, be at arm's length or next to us, beside us, or right above us? These are still not as close as Jesus promises that the Holy Spirit will be. In verse 20, Time and time again, Jesus clarifies here that the Holy Spirit and the love of God in the Holy Spirit will be in us. Verse 20 reads, You will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. As close as possible. With nothing separating you even a little bit from the depth and breadth of God's love in Jesus. That is how close the Holy Spirit will be to us. And as we live in the time of post-resurrection and post-Jesus' ascension into heaven, that is already how close the Holy Spirit is to us. Today we receive the gift of Holy Communion. When we receive the body of Christ and eat it, when we take the blood of Christ and drink it, We take Jesus' body into our own. We drink the blood of Jesus into yourself. Now, today I invite you to receive the body and blood of Christ as a reminder that this is how close God promises to be with you in his life, in yours. As close as close can get, with nothing separating you from God, No distance between you, no insurmountable space. God's life in your very life. We give thanks for this, especially when we feel lost or distant from God. When we fear that God has left us or removed God's loving presence from us. When we cannot yet see 
what God is doing in our lives, we hear again the good news that God's love in Jesus does not leave us alone, does not leave us orphaned, but sends someone to be our best advocate and champion in this life because nothing can separate us from the love of God. We hear this again in Romans chapter 8, which reads, What could separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ? Will hardship or famine or distress or persecution or nakedness or peril or sword? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through God who loves us. And Paul goes on to say, I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, or powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation could ever be able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ our Lord. What can keep God apart from us? Nothing. So my friends, today... If perhaps you are waiting, if perhaps you are worried, if perhaps you are fearful that God has somehow distanced God's self from you and from your needs and from your life or from this world, broken though it may be, God remembers us. God takes the initiative to come to us and get not only intimately involved in our lives and in our affairs and in our problems and in our sufferings. God makes God's life our life. Hear these words as a blessing from Genesis 28, 15, all the way back, yes, in the book of Genesis, when God first promises a version of this first to Jacob with these words. Know that I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this place for I will never leave you until I have done what I have promised you. We rest in these promises. We live and move and have our being in the promises of God, which resolve committedly with a fierce love and dedication to be with us and never to leave us or forget us or leave us on our own. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, If you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button And you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. 
And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.